dug up this week because of that. Like her pretty much pimping for Harvey Weinstein. And then did you see that interview with Rose McGowan like two years ago? And she called out Alyssa Milano. No. Like, I don't like her. I don't like her. She's like a former co-star. Um, I forget what show, but they were asking her if they thought, if she was proud of, if Rose was proud of Alyssa Milano for her like work and like the Time's Up movement. And then Rose is like, I don't like her. I think she's a lie. And, you know, and then she pointed out that Time's Up was connected to the CAA, which is like the Creative Artists Agency, which is like an agency that represented like Woody Allen, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, no shit. And like, yeah, totally. I didn't really look into it too much, but she's like, well, they're part of the CIA. Like the CIA was part of Weinstein's like pimping, whatever. So <laughs> I guess Rose McGowan now too is like a Bernie supporter because she's so disgusted. I don't know if she was before, but she's so disgusted by all the Biden supporters that you know, normally, I think she was kind of more of like a centrist, like liberal type, but she's radicalizing. Yeah. Um, did you see like all like Alyssa Milano and a bunch of like libs and Biden folks are scrubbing their Twitters of uh, like Time's Up or Me Too stuff? Or or tweets about Kavanaugh's hearing two, two years ago. They're they're bleeding um, those too. Jill with a Phobic, philippophobic, phobic. I don't know. Sounds, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Sounds maybe. like a fake name. Philip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah, um, I did see Ryan Grimm's uh, tweet about it, and did he have an article in the Intercept about it? I think so. About what? Or, or just about uh, that? No, no. I think it might have just been a tweet that Ryan. That's how I found out about Ryan Grimm tweeting about people scrubbing their histories of Me Too in the Brett Kavanaugh um, tweets. Yeah, Simone Sanders did too. I mean, like, one of those things, let's look at the differences between uh, Brett Kavanaugh and uh, Joe Biden. Like, Biden. Or, like, or, like, at least the nah. accusations against them. Because very similar. Very, very like, similar. Um, and at the time, at the time, they were all saying, like, you know, you have to believe this. Um, with Kevin, it's just clear that they weaponized it in such a gross way for their own political ambitions. It's kind of totally undermining like the Me Too movement because Alyssa Milano was like one of the most active people in that, or like most prominent like celebrity. But who's who's She's asking a- people about this? Who's asking people about? Like, I mean, no one's asking Joe Biden in interviews, if you can even find him for fucking interviews. But no one, right. no one's fucking asking people about this. And it's, like, so infuriating. Well, it's, like, another thing, too. I mean, if he went on The View, they definitely wouldn't, like, ask him that. But they'll ask Bernie all of these, like, bullshit, bad faith questions just to, like, try and agitate him. Like you know he's not dropping out. Like, that's all you're going to say. Like, oh, you're ruining it. It's like, fuck you, Whoopi Goldberg. You were fucking defending Bill Cosby, like, a few years ago. Yeah. Like, Plus, I mean, like, The View is just... The View is like, just one of the worst... Pers- like, it's just so fucking Yeah, bad. It's, the, it's not... It sucks. It's, like, all... 
why can't you get like someone had like a good tweet about it like the view would be cool if you had like one rich person and then like a food service worker and then like a nurse and then like a landscaper you know like different actual different points of view not just like insanely wealthy people talking about stuff i watched uh the clip of ti on there which was fucked up no who was it who was it but someone was saying like talking about someone having a you know someone who is maybe a bernie supporter was on the view and they're like who do you think should would be bernie's running mate and someone on there i forgot which one what's the redhead's name who's just like i really like amy klobuchar and i'm just like oh are you guys fucking kidding me yeah it's clearly people just don't pay attention i mean but even some i mean not till too long ago i remember seeing people on like young perks talking about how like like when bernie was looked like he was still gonna win and they're like all you know on bernie's side like bernie supporters but john laterola or whatever from the young turks was talking about his top three vp picks and he had Stacey Abrams in there, and I was just like, "Are you in? Ki- are you insane? Yeah, you know better. Like, I don't understand where that comes from. Like, you know better. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. What is up with that? It's just like kind of. Yeah, I think this is smart politically. I don't know. That's just what everyone else says to do. Stacey Abrams. But is it smart politically? No, it's not. But it's, it's just the popular opinion really like as far as vice presidents goes for like everyone stacy abrams was always coming up and she made it pretty clear that she would be a vp for anyone which is a great sign for (laughs) like so so speaking of stacy abrams in uh in georgia i guess did you see the whole thing are you i think you might have shared it with me the whole thing about the governor of Georgia georgia governor who stole that election from stacy abrams fucking <laughs> yeah so i mean it would be yeah she definitely would have been a lot better if she won in georgia who he definitely stole it from and just said like three days ago that he found out that you could pass on coronavirus even if you're asymptomatic yeah. even though like everybody in like the country knew that like two months ago did you see what happened with that navy aircraft carrier captain that got let go because he was speaking out against I'm getting supplies, just like a lot of states have been speaking out against. And then Trump's like, oh, they're ungrateful. Um, but he's sending, like, supplies. You know, he's prioritizing people like like Florida or, like, big supporters of his. But they let go of this dude for speaking out. A Navy, a Navy captain. I didn't hear about that. Which is, they're basically suppressing information. Because he spoke out about, like, conditions there. And, I mean, it's no different than, like, the Chinese government, like, censoring someone. You know, I mean, everyone's still talking about how China's, like, the most evil country in the world. And the government is the only, like, authoritarian government. But they're always censoring. I mean, Trump's tried to censor Fauci for, like, a week. He's been getting death threats. Yeah, like... He had to hire private he, security. He, yeah, he makes, like, enemies out of people that speak out of turn, including, like, scientists that know better than him. 
Yeah. Someone whose job it is. And, th- and that he's, and that he's now listening to, cause it's like clear that he's right. Um, as far as how serious it is. Cause I mean, what, like it's been the last five days, I think we've had like over or like just under a thousand deaths or just over a day. And I think yesterday we had like almost 1400. That's fucking ridiculous. Showing no signs of letting up anytime soon. Right, and it is slowing down in Italy and Spain, but it's about to balloon in the UK and the US. And Japan looks like it's going to get something big soon. I mean, we've got like around like 200 cases a day, like for the past like four days or something like that. Yeah, we're at like fucking 35,000 a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but like people aren't really practicing the whole social distancing. I, I like rode my, rode my bike yesterday and just like, I was, you know, I had to go pick something up from a friend's place. So I wasn't doing the social distancing too much, but, um, but I was, you know, riding my bike instead of taking a train. Uh, but people were just out hanging out with their friends, like walking around. Um, the government can't necessarily force a lockdown unless they declare a state of emergency and they haven't done that yet but the governor of tokyo is trying to urge abe to doing that because it it and it's looking more and more likely every day because it like seemed like japan had it kind of under control but now it's looking like it's coming like coming back people have been saying things like i mean i've been seeing articles everywhere it's like what the fuck is what like what's happening in japan why didn't they get the outbreak that they thought that they were going to have you know two months ago and like all of them are like yeah people are scared uh because they think it's coming at least the people who are paying attention are scared i'm scared well yeah i mean i've heard too though that you know, now they're recommending everyone wear masks. And, like, overnight, everyone's wearing masks. I think it was to restore. It was pretty much the only place I see people. But I think uh, at work today, like, every customer, like, so many people had masks on. And I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people in Japan wear masks, but it's not like everybody's wearing a fucking mask. Um, but that does help a lot. Well, people, yeah, people are saying that like that's one of the reasons that it could be that part of the reason. Part, or like, yeah. yeah, but like they also say, you know, Japan people don't shake hands; they bow and things like that. So, but they're also like fucking squished so close, yeah, yeah. so so close to each other. Like the the restaurants are small. Um, like the the trains well, they get pe- they the get packed in like sardines, yeah. you know. So like we moved right by um, a train station and we're along the train line and so we can see the train from the balcony of our building and so we've been watching them as they go by i mean they're go by really quickly but they are a lot um emptier now so i mean like not empty like it's still like again like you know like i think i said to you before like you know, Shinjuku Station probably looks like Union Station during rush hour, like, still. But, like, Shinjuku Station is the busiest fucking train station in the world, so. Yeah. People still need to kind of get around, but. Yeah, it's too bad that, I mean, I guess we're going to start getting our stimulus checks in a few weeks. Or four months, like, like, like. No, that's, if you didn't, what i've heard i'm not sure if it's true but 
That's if you didn't file 2018 taxes, but I'm sure that's not entirely accurate. Um, yeah, who knows, honestly. I still have to do my taxes from last year. Well, you have until July now, right? Yeah, July 15th. I'm going to do them like, soon, though. Hmm. Did you see that in Iran, there's a lot more people now supportive of dropping the sanctions? I think there was like 34 members of Congress that like signed a letter like urging Trump to like temporarily ease up or eliminate sanctions on Iran. I don't think that's been a thing with Venezuela, though. I don't think that's possible. Because now we're, we're trying to charge Maduro with, like, uh, cocaine trafficking, I Yeah, think. I saw something like that, and it's just like, this is what you're going for right that's now. Into re- that's in retaliation to Maduro finally cracking down on Guaido for, like, you know, trying to overthrow the government. Yeah. Coup. And they're finally going after him, even though they've, like, resisted for so long because they know the U.S. would get involved. And that's like their goal. That's like their play, I guess. Accusing him of cocaine smuggling. Yeah. And like a fucking reward on it. Is there like a reward on his head or something? Like, I don't even know. Like, he, or in the FBI, like, most wanted list. Fucking ridiculous. I don't really know, but it's, it's new news and it's pretty frightening. But I don't think so. There's obviously not going to drop sanctions on Venezuela which are hurting always killing people i mean our sanctions on venezuela is terrible like total preventable deaths because of us and they always are upping sanctions i feel like on venezuela there's definitely a lot of sanctions on iran um but at least there's a push to temporarily release them which I don't see Biden pushing for, but Bernie's pushing for. What is what the fuck is Biden doing? Like I haven't. And Bernie didn't vote for him in the first place. Right. Well, it's an act of it's an act of war. Right. Like, did you see Biden is holding a virtual roundtable, and in order to get access, you have to pay like what, like twenty eight hundred dollars. Right. And it's on like yeah, the fucking $2, it's on like the 16th of April or something. It's like, why the fuck does this shit take why so are you... long? Why does he have to raise money? I mean, I know for the general, I guess, but it's like, you shouldn't be raising money during a crisis. Like, at least do what Bernie's doing and raise money for people instead. I mean, the optics of it are terrible, and I don't know that why he doesn't have someone around him who's just like, <laughs> hey, this so many looks really shitty. And for people saying that, like, Trump supporters are dumb, they see these fucking things. And this is why they hate they hate Biden, why they hate the Democratic Party and, like, the um, elite. Yeah, because they're contradictory, like, so they don't know what to believe. So they'll believe the guy that is saying, I don't know, being more tough or, I mean, they're really insane people that think Trump's, like, not part of the elite when he clearly is and has helped them more than almost anyone. But they don't see him that way because they see... You know him actually going after state officials every once in a while like fbi or cia like x ex- that hate him but that's just clearly personal but 
Right, and he's only paying lip service. Him going him. after the deep state, yeah. you know, or like when he fired, um, I mean, just going after Mueller or McCabe or whoever was so annoying to have like the Democrats start to love all those people just because, or like Michael Hayden, I think was like an ex-CIA director who was just like a total neocon and like love Bush and you know, hates Trump now and like liberals love him. That was the worst part of, you know, all of this insane thinking that Trump is taking down the deep state is, and the liberals have to go and love the deep state. Like on both sides, it's like insane. You don't have to love those people. And you definitely could still have hate the elite. You just fucking need to properly identify it. I mean, it's like the Robert Mueller stuff. It's like where like they praise fucking Robert Mueller for like his you know service to the country by fucking trying to draw a connection between, uh, you know, Trump and Russia and shit like that. It's like that like like fucking brain rot that people have where they will just like they'll they'll just look at like who's against Trump and then they'll forgive any past crimes that they've been a part of. Like, oh, they, they said, uh, you know, Trump is irresponsible. Oh, well, then they're part of the fucking resistance, even though they were, you know, part of George Bush's cabinet, things like that. It, it's, it's just fucking, fucking dumb. And I feel like it's like a lot of the same people do that or just like stoked on Joe Biden being fucking president and being the fucking front yeah, Who runner. is stoked? Who are... It's mo- it, yeah, it's mainly like those Jennifer Rubin or like ex conservatives, like never Trump Republicans that are now Democrats that have taken over. Like they had like a more successful insurgency at the end of the day than we did because of like their vast resources, not because of people, but and their media and just everything on their side. But they've successfully taken over the Democratic Party in a lot of ways and they're pulling a lot of the strings and it's you know defeating they're pretty much quashing like the socialist left and that's like their only goal their main goal more so than even being trump like they're always just talking about their hatred of bernie and he never does he never says anything about them it's just so sad right like, why do you fucking hate i kind of want bernie um, to just fucking bring up the like you know the sexual assault Reed, yeah, yeah i want to bring yeah, that should. shit up and be like are we really gonna have joe biden who has a credible sexual assault allegation against him are we gonna have him go up against donald trump because i i, I mean I, I don't know how i also serious... wanted to bring up how biden biden's encouraging people to go to the polls still yeah like he's not even Wisconsin, asking right? for them to be delayed yeah, he's not even asking for them to be delayed, even though a lot of Wisconsin politicians are asking for them to be, a, like Tammy Baldwin and other politicians in Wisconsin are like, no, we gotta delay this and do it by mail. Like, what the fuck? You, you, you postponed the convention, that's in July. Right. Which you're gonna have. And Biden was like, oh, that's different, like the convention, like people, and it's like, you just gotta wipe down the... Yeah, machines and it's like people are gonna be waiting in line and like all up against each other, and the election workers are all like elderly people usually. So now would be a great time for them to transition to like 
uh, like voting from home, like just electronic voting, voting from home, or you have like two options. You can mail in or you can vote online. And, uh, but there, you know, this country as a whole is way too incompetent to put something like that together, especially in a, a, a short amount of time. And did you see uh, fucking Biden said, you know, like about Sanders supporters, like, oh, I think they'll fall in line. Yeah. Bullshit. Fuck you. Bullshit. Fuck you. No you fucking make, way. You could, yeah, pick Bernie as your vice president and fucking kill yourself. Then we'll vote for you, you piece of shit. <laughs> well, yeah, it, they're doing, he's doing absolutely nothing to unify the party. The whole thing he said he was going to be able to bring people together. Um yeah. And he's not gonna fucking do that. There's, he's not, he's not showing that he's. He's willing. not even making an effort. Yeah. Well, he he made that, say, what like a few weeks ago before the debate, he said he'd do a partial palace tuition plan, right? Like Elizabeth Warren's plan, but he hasn't like talked about it since. You know, he said like college tuition. For any family making less than one hundred twenty-five thousand a year, I think, which is Warren's plan. Fuck all this means-tested bullshit. Like, I'm sorry, that that fucking sucks. But at the same time, he said like, "Oh, I'm taking a play out of like your playbook, Bernie," and that was Warren's plan, not his, because his is obviously not. But he made it sound like he was, you know, giving a concession, which is not true. Well, I mean, I guess, and I mean it fits in that narrative that Bernie and Warren are like the same, right? Like it kind of fits that narrative, but it's not true. Oh, and fuck her. Warren this week said, asked her about Biden. And she said like, you know, during 2008, Obama let us out, out of the financial recession with his like great leadership. And I know Biden was right there and I know he'll do the same. And it's like when Obama was in office, you were actually like one of his biggest critics. Right, exactly. And you like criticized the shit out of him for his Wall Street bailouts. And now you're just like, oh, yeah, like you're just totally ignoring all of like your fan. Like there's definitely a lot of Elizabeth Warren supporters that are going to be very upset to hear that. that She's like not even calling him out about terror. What in the fuck is Elizabeth Warren's like long term aim? Like, I mean. She's running in 2024. There's no doubt about yeah. it. It's clear as day. She's running. She's going to be the most left candidate. It's going to suck. Um, unless we should run Nia Turner. It's my, my suggestion. It's fuck it all. I mean, why not? Like, there's no rules anymore. Just run Nia Turner. She'll have the whole our revolution movement behind her. For sure. Who cares if she hasn't held office for a while? Um, who cares? I mean, it's listen to her speak and how amazing would that be yeah she has the same goals a lot of the same policies um she's more radical in her rhetoric than bernie she wants him to stay in you know and fight for every for the last breath um she's a fighter you know i've heard from i just saw an article before we started talking that there's some people inside bernie's campaign that are suggesting maybe he should look at withdrawing and it's like fuck like five Shakir, really which i guess i didn't i didn't realize which is is not surprising i figured it'd be him because he worked for center for american progress and has 
worked for like other kind of more establishment Democrats in the past. Um, I forget who exactly. Like, I think he might have worked for a Kerry back in the day. I don't know, though, but I heard some kind of not too great stuff about him. But I still think he was pretty good. But he wasn't, like, a hire that, like, pumped me up. Not like when they hired Brianna Joy Gray. Right, they got some, who's been they've great. got some and, great people. And she's been getting relentlessly trolled because... Did you yeah, see that? Yeah, because she uh, said... That, all she said was that... She said... People who have cancer should also have free health care, not just people with coronavirus. Yeah, and they're like, Kamala Harris's mom died from cancer. And it's like, okay. So she should have not had to pay any bills. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure her dad would have agreed with that too. Wasn't there, isn't Kamala Harris's dad a Marxist? Yeah. Like a Marxist professor? Well, yeah, him and, he, and, and he was like disgusted by her. I know that's amazing. That's incredible. Um, yeah, Pete Buttigieg's dad was like best friends with Cornell West, and Cornell West like knew Pete Buttigieg like growing up as a child. And he told him, he's like, I can't support you. <laughs> he's like, I just can't support you. Know that brother? I yeah. can't support you. Joseph Buttigieg fucking translated the work of Antonio Gramsci. Like it's like he's it's fucking nuts. I don't it does, understand. It, it uh, can't can't put it into words yeah what a disappointment i would be so like well i think i'm pretty sure he's dead i think kamala harris's dad is still alive yeah he was because he spoke out about against her last year when she said when she was on the breakfast club and they asked her if she ever oh yeah yeah and she had like the worst response she's like what do you think i'm jamaican (laughs) it's like and I think before she like had said she didn't, cause she, I mean, she was probably one of the top three liars that ran for president this time around. That'd be, a, which is saying a lot. That'd, that would be a good. I mean, fucking, that'd be a good fucking episode. The the biggest. That'd be liars a good segment. Well, I would say Kamala and Biden would definitely be up there. Um, yeah. I'd have to. We'd have to do really research for number it. three, but. Um, well, Bloomberg probably. Yeah um yeah it'd be really hard actually right. they're all really bad yeah i mean even warren is a huge liar i was gonna say warren she's yeah. better than the rest fuck man how is uh how's whole foods it's not bad um are you wearing are it's... you wearing a mask you're just talking about people i'm i'm not wearing a mask but cause I, I mean i feel like it would get contaminated too quickly um I don't know. I'm just it would make my job harder. I'm just not wearing a mask, but I, I'm in the kitchen mostly. But it's it's pretty slow. But we have some people taking off. Are you helping a lot more with like grocery and stuff like that too? Other team members in my department are, but I'm not really. I'll just like find something to do. Like our team leaders are like hardly showing up half the time. They're like taking this to take time off or. Or they just sit in the office, and I mean, there's a lot of people sitting around. Like, there's a, there's kind of a lot of people coming in the last few days, but it's still way less than usual, and we still don't have the hot bar and salad bar, obviously. And there's a few people taking off a few weeks, and I think that's gonna continue to happen. So, you know, they'll give you the hours now, you know. 
<laughs> yeah, as long as you're risking your you can, you risking don't have your to, life for it. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to fight for your hours during a pandemic. Don't worry. But every other time, yes. So, Whatever happened with the call offs, like the the sick out? It wasn't significant. It wasn't significant enough, and you know, there's been people like arguing in that group that like it wasn't planned well enough, which I kind of agree. But I think that the ultimate goal was to get like media coverage, get more people aware. But I don't. I don't know. Well, I mean, the Amazon and uh, Instacart strikes got some media coverage, but I mean, a lot of the media coverage that I pay attention to is not mainstream media. So, like, I don't know how much it got on, like, CNN and shit like that. Right. Well, the, there was, like, a Vice, a Vice article about the whole police walkout or sick out or whatever. Um,. But that was the day before. I didn't really see much after. Um, but who knows? May Day is coming up, so. Which is, yeah. Which is another, who knows? Uh, Hopefully it becomes we'll more of happens. a thing in America. I feel like May Day's originated in America, but people don't. Right, well, there's been there's been tons of strikes lately, like Amazon Warehouse in Chicago, like New York. Well, the guy, the Amazon fucking oh. fired that dude who did the Staten Island one. Did you see that? For Smalls, yeah. yeah. I did see that. And they've been, like, launching a campaign, a smear campaign against him. And I think there was a meeting, and some of that meeting got leaked with some Amazon execs talking about you know, how they were going to smear him. Awful shit. Some guy named Jay Carney that worked for Obama that now got hired by Amazon, like a PR person. And, like, he tweeted, he subtweeted at Bernie because Bernie, like, stood in solidarity with Smalls. And he said, you know, Smalls, he was, I thought you wanted everyone to be safe. You know, he was... Uh, disregarding social distancing guidelines and putting everyone at risk. Um, but then Smalls and, like, everyone else was, like, sending them pictures from, like, days before where they were all, like, packed in the warehouse and shit. And it's like, fuck you. <laughs> like, you didn't care either. Like, No, I mean, that's what PR firms do. They only take what, like, makes them look good. Like, and try to yeah. make other people look bad. That sounds like a evil character. Jay Carney. Did you say Jay Carney? Yeah, Jay Carney. And he worked for, he worked, I think, in the Obama White House. He got the nice, cushy job with Amazon after. So, I mean, it shows just another way of liberals being just as craven as conservatives. Did you read through that BuzzFeed article that I sent you? The uh, what was it? What was it about a again? Conspiracy theory that five G is causing the coronavirus is spreading alongside the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't read all of it, but my neighbor the other yesterday was talking to me about. It. He's like, you know what I think it is, and I was like, no. He's like, five G. He's like, they're building all these five G towers, and that's what's making it. He legitimately was saying that that's what's making everyone sick in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, but it's. It- I thought he was going to talk about, like, you know, surveillance. And I was like, yeah, it's fucked up. Surveillance, like, they can see everything you're doing and they're tracking everybody already. And then he said all that. 
Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. But apparently it's been going on for a few years. Though. But, like, um, people have, you know, been making the connection to, like, cancer and things like that, which I guess could be a little bit more believable. But, like, it says in the article, it's basically, like, yeah. Right, it's like a slippery slope. Well, yeah, like, these kind of, like, conspiracy theory sites and conspiracy spe- uh, conspiracy theory YouTubers, they have to kind of adapt and change their message as they go because you know things come up and then they're like oh well we can make the conspiracy theory about that but the most why do you have to do that no i I know but like um the craziest thing about it is uh well maybe not the craziest thing but uh woody harrelson was uh talking about it in an instagram video and so (laughs) it's like yeah i'm not surprised by him he's kind of like a wacko vegan makes us look bad like guy um yeah that doesn't surprise me isn't he like anti-vax too or so yeah people saying this is this is a military weapon that they're this is signaling like the end of the world yeah it's stupid it's like why do you have to come up with these dumb ass conspiracy theories when there's like very real like much more interesting things you can look into like QAnon stuff about 9-11 stuff about did you say TrueAnon or QAnon uh, TrueAnon oh like the podcast yeah like the podcast okay Pizzagate 9-11 stuff Um, not that I'm a 9-11 truther but you know there's stuff there at the same time I mean even Snowden said that you know I don't know. I, I have to look into it more, but I know there's been some episodes of True and Non that talked about it. Um, and Snowden, I think, on the last time he was on Rogan, about how it could have been prevented. Should have known, like, definitely knew about it. I don't know. That's another another day. But, yeah, there's a lot of conspiracies that are much more interesting and just not made up you know right so apparently woody harrelson and this other fucking like youtuber guy who is like a some fucking q and guy uh posted v- videos of like chinese citizens de- destroying 5g towers that they, that's what they said but it wasn't it was footage from the pro-democracy protests in hong kong the yeah, hong- so it's- yeah that's yeah because i was from facial recognition cameras like yeah hilarious yeah so it's just fucking dumb and like they were just saying something about like this is people's <laughs> attempt of kind of having control over this time like in you know during these like kind of chaotic times which i guess that's like what a lot of those conspiracy theories are like people are people are scared they don't know what the fuck's going on and uh they can't get answers because people don't fucking know and so someone has the answers and that gives them some like i guess some control over the situation some reassurances but what they're doing is just it's just fucking ludicrous it is just fucking yeah like i understand that i have like empathy with like a lot of conspiracies but like that was cute q and on it's just ridiculous oh like 
for sure it's just not not grounded in much reality it's like alex jones just a bunch of people that watch Infowars and kind of take their uh take their cues from a psychopath like him so speaking of conspiracy theories and if you uh have some extra time to watch movies during the coronavirus uh check out beyond the curve have you seen that no i have not it's about flat earthers it's nice it's a fucking cool documentary i mean it's like fucking it's weird as shit and it gives i do feel bad i do almost feel bad for them too like some of them are just like i don't know they just seem like really sad and Definitely. No, no, definitely. I like, I think, I think that the documentary does a good job of like, not necessarily like making fun of them, but kind of like trying to get to the bottom of why people believe this. And, um, yeah, I, I, I highly recommend it. It's, it's entertaining because sometimes you're just like, sometimes that's fine to just kind of be like, well, this is absolutely ridiculous. But at the other uh, other hand, it's like, it's well done. Um, they follow the one of this big uh, flat earther around, and you get to see his house, and you're like, "Holy shit, this is fucking ridiculous!" And he talks a little bit about uh, one of the first tests that he did to, you know, when he first heard that the earth was it on an airplane? Flat. It was. It was about like airplane mapping. Online, you can track airplanes, like. Uh, on a map and basically they have this whole theory about how how the flat earth is actually um laid out and so you won't have people going from like like africa to like australia or something like that it's like you don't see a whole lot of planes going that way and to them that proves that they're the earth is flat or something like that but i did it and i'm just like all right you mean like this plane right here and then this other plane right here like there's like it's like same with like south america to africa it's like it's like well maybe there's just not many people going that way in like australia to south america right i i do think yeah i've i've seen some other tests where they go on like a plane and they have this like device and I don't even know what, but basically like they got up in the air and they're like, Oh, see, like their point was like proven immediately. (laughs) Just immediate confirmation bias. Like it was very easy. I just feel bad. Like I do think that the way to, we have to, those are like winnable people. Um, because, I mean, it kind of reminds me of, like, a Trump supporter or, like, a Trump supporter that supported Pulsey, kind of, like, in their own world into, like, a lot of weird conspiracies like that and legitimately believe, like we were saying before, that Trump is, like, taking on the elite, draining the swamp, and that Pulsey is also, like, very anti-war and, like, isn't going to be doing any anything at all like she's gonna be totally anti-imperialist which is just clearly not the case but they want to believe so badly like i think i think you could find a lot of flat earthers that are pulsey sub supporters 
Oh, I'm <laughs> sure. I'm, saying. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. It sucks because it's hard. What do you, how do you reach anti-vaxxers? How do you reach through to flat earthers? People who have like these like ideas that are just kind of like to most people so ridiculous. Um, so like I think unfounded it's with, in, in reality. I think it's easier with anti-vax because you can be like, yeah, I know like pharmaceutical companies talk about like corruption, but like then you can show them know how it does work but you know you're skeptical of pharmaceutical companies too and you can kind of work from there yeah you got to find some common ground that makes sense right which is a totally there's i kind of blame that conspiracy on i mean just crazy people like jim carrey but also like just the fact that you really can't trust like you know the pharmaceutical companies so it's not totally i mean it's it's not good at all but i mean it's not totally insane you know well yeah i mean maybe maybe it does stem from at least a little the fact that working class people have been lied to for the last fucking like 50 years um 40 50 exactly years. So like yeah, anyone like, who's in a position of authority has lied to them. They've told them that they are going to, you know, look out for them, keep their jobs rather like, I mean, whether it be Democrats or Republicans, I mean. Yeah. I mean, like people know, like, or a lot of people know that doctors get, you know, they push certain drugs based on whatever pharmaceutical company is offering them. And I mean, that's just a fact. So, I mean, you can work from that, work off of that. I wonder what's going to happen now with like. Flat Earth is hard. <laughs> well, I wonder what's going to happen with anti vaxxers now because they're seeing the coronavirus. Like, and like, are they going right. to get like the flu or like the coronavirus vaccine? Right. Yeah, I mean, that is another that hopefully more people realize just like hopefully more people realize that it'd be really good if everyone had health care so you could actually know how many people are dying how many people are losing infected. their government or their employer-based health insurance coverage like how many people are losing that 10 fucking million in the last like two weeks <laughs> like it's fucking ridiculous right something like forty-five thousand deaths a year happen because nobody has insurance i mean it's it is literally like a crisis at all times for mo for tons of people like millions of people before corona so this hopefully is... people realize that because they are talking about like oh we're all in this together like i'm sick of hearing people say we're all in this together and they're not like a communist because it's like you don't actually think that and we can't all be that we can't all be in this together until we like dismantle like systems of inequality and systems of capitalism like you can't actually be all in it together you have to uh, dismantle the power structure first like that's not even a possibility and like don't even say that you're in it together when you have people like Chris Cuomo that'll get you know their tests right away whereas most of us would not 
Like, we're not all in this together. That's just bullshit. And that's the, type, the same type of shit that Biden is saying right now. Like, oh, I promise I'll never do that. Oh, and the CEO should do this, like, should do this without any plans of, like, actually making it happen. Saying, like, oh, it's the right thing to do, and I have faith that they'll do it. Like, that's why he's going to lose. Like, nobody wants to hear that shit. No. Got zero, zero solutions. At least, like, Trump pays lip service, even though I'm not, like, I never would trust him and he's a total con man, but he pays lip service and actually offers something sometimes. Yeah. Even if it's bullshit. Like, like I don't get it. Like, Biden's a bullshitter. He could bullshit some, some of that. He could just, he's just so bad. He's so untalented at being a politician. Trump is very talented at being a politician. And I don't think they, Democrats have quite grasped that yet. They think he's just a moron, which he is. But clearly, he knows how to can read the room. Right. He's, he's, he's so good. Like, I mean, that, like, that is he, the reason he won. And he's yeah, just you been change the whole dynamic. Years. And Biden's been doing it for his whole fucking life, pretty much. Like the vast. There hasn't been like, like a bigger insurgency of like the Democratic Party or Republican Party since probably who like Reagan. I don't know. Like no one's taken over and like totally changed the party like overnight. Like hated them at first. A lot of the establishment Republicans, but mo- mainly just because of personal attacks from trump which were also very funny yeah hilarious yeah and it it just it sucks that sometimes it's like like little marco or like Rand paul he's like oh yeah you got your one percent like just mocking the shit out of all of them but yeah he's totally taken over the republican party now you can't fucking go against him like you can't be like oh i'm not gonna endorse him or i don't want his support because then he'll get fucking primaried. Like, he totally changed the Republican Party, and he has the highest approval rating of any Republican base, I think, almost ever. Or at times of his presidency, it's been higher than Right ever. now, it's like, higher super than Reagan. high. Right now, it's, it's going it's down, cool. though. It has been going down. I mean, but, it, yeah, was it, like a, it was like, too high. it was like, like a, two weeks ago, right? It was like the one of the highest. 55. 55 which is nuts but now i think it's down to like 47 so it is starting to go down because two weeks ago we still weren't dropping people weren't dropping dead and now like this past week i don't even know this past week we probably had like six thousand deaths i mean the last five days we've had over a thousand a day so um on average so I wonder if people are like like making the connection uh, to capitalism. I know like people in my bubble and my circle are making the connection to capitalism, whereas like it's like all right, people are have been trying to make money off of in like uh, cut corners and uh, make money off of like healthcare, hospital supplies, hospital supplies and things like that. So like, yeah, they're price gouging, which wouldn't happen. We wouldn't allow that. But even before, like hospitals haven't hospitals are want to make money, so they're not going to buy more than they need at any one time. And yes, so, they're not going to prepare for a pandemic because it wasn't there was no profit motive to do so. Right. So, like, I hope people are making that connection. But I was talking to Dad about that as well because you know I've been talking to them more regularly because they're bored as shit at home. 
Um, right. But yeah, he was even saying that. I'm like, all right, cool, dad. Like, you know, and I, and I always bring it up. I'm like, yeah, now's the time to nationalize everything. And, he, and mom will just butt in and just be like, well, I don't know about that. I mean, they're still, they're still. Yeah, but they've been on the universal healthcare. I feel like they've been supportive of that for a while now. But I remember when I was in high school and I brought it up, mom was just like, you know how long people wait for, uh, you know, yeah, no, totally. in Canada. She and... was like a conservative Democrat. Yeah, for sure. But that was like, think about how much more conservative the whole country was then. No, definitely. And just, just so very conservative. And there, there wasn't popular like left movement whatsoever. Popular left movement, and there was no one in the media making the case for universal health care. So right. like now, like there's much more now, but yeah, there, I like I, I do now. know there's like a lot more for it. But I mean, like both of our parents kind work kind of in the healthcare industry. Right. I mean, doctors, nurses, like getting sick of having their patients die because or getting sick of their patients saying they can't do something that they suggest because it costs $20,000 or some bullshit. Um, but yeah, with Biden, he knocked Medicare for all again a few days ago because he was talking about, then he pointed to Europe and see like, it doesn't solve like, doesn't solve it like as if it's gonna solve the entire pandemic and it's like all you have to do is go to south korea or taiwan who also have universal health care systems but they also were much more prepared and they did a much better job and i doubt any like private insurance country is going to do a better job than them so fuck off with yeah. that talking point because it's not it's false like it's just False equivalence. You're not gonna. It would be much more helpful, and I do think that at the end of the day, the U.S. is probably gonna get hit the hardest. Well, it already has the it, most cases, but it, much more. Yeah, that's true, by far. But I think you know the death count will catch up. Death count's definitely gonna catch up. It because already. Italy's is. plateaued. Italy's plateaued. They're they will drop like uh, I think only like only a shit ton. I, I feel that like probably like seven hundred. I think seven or eight hundred, but they were at like you know, getting close to a thousand. I think they were over a, a thousand a few days, a couple of days. Yeah, but now it's hitting. It's kind of plateauing in Italy and Spain. I think a little bit. Like it's still not. Any it's still super weird. fucking high. But France and like the UK and the US are are really starting to get hit hard now. So. Well, when did they when did they say it's gonna peak in uh, the U.S. end of April? I yeah, I heard like two weeks from now, but I don't know. I fucking I don't think anyone really knows. We'll see day by day. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think people, average people, see that it would be good at at the very least that testing and treatment should be free. Um, and I think if we got that, it'd be easier to be like, well, what about, you know, people with diabetes? What about people with chronic illnesses? 
makes it easier. What about people who have been treated for pneumonia, but it was actually coronavirus? Like a bunch of people have. Wait, been... that's why they say that the death rate's much higher because they're saying people are dying from pneumonia or other things. That's what they're do. That's what they're doing here in Japan too. That's why. Right. That's why Japan. Japan is so low. Like they they are definitely underreporting because that's what Japanese government likes to do with crime statistics as well. I mean, Japan is a very safe place. Um, yeah, especially compared to other ways, but it's not yeah. that safe. <laughs> I I remember reading an article not too long ago or a few years back. Um, I think it was actually right before you went out there, and I remember like citing it at one point. I'm like, that can't be right though. And it was like, oh, police officer in Tokyo only released, like, shot his gun, like, six times last year. Yeah. I, I, six I times? Yeah. Six times. I mean. I mean, not, not many police officers carry guns, though. That's yeah. the thing. So, like, that's, like, every hour in the U.S. Like. Yeah. Or every minute I, yeah really. probably I mean, probably, I probably every minute. <laughs> I, i'm yeah. just pulling this out of my ass but probably or just every one minute. city new york yeah like compare yeah. new york and tokyo yeah. i mean it's probably like insanity oh that comparison well oh, like speaking of the nypd did you see that lady that got arrested for not social distancing adequately and then she got put in uh, jail for like 36 hours crowded up no that's the type of shit that's kind of scaring me like that's the type of shit I think we need to be just like we were talking about the liberals and like loving CIA and FBI. The same people will be like, "Oh, we gotta enforce," you know, like we gotta enforce social distancing. And I, I forgot where else it came out in a city like they're gonna start fining people for not adequately. And it's like, no, don't do that. Like, what are you gonna give like you like a ticket to someone on a fucking like six foot long stick and be like? be like here yeah, take like, this. don't fucking start finding people during like a massive recession like possible depression but hey that's year. one way to make a uh, revenue for the state you know no fuck that yeah. that's fucking stupid it's that so like i know people are like you know mad at people for not social distancing or not taking it seriously in some states but i don't want to see like police brutality and like a total like a police state power yeah i don't want to see that at all and i'm a little concerned about like all this seeing public data or tweets from people that are like oh look at um cell phone records of everybody that's not you know practicing social distancing in florida and then like look where they've traveled in the last like uh like two weeks and they just see where they've gone all over the place and I don't know, I just I know that's already been a thing, but very, very it's, concerning. It's scary, yeah, that's fucking yeah. like and who's who's fucking inviting that? Like uh like it's just so dumb. Who's like right. who's like we like, should ha- we should have the cops look more into our lives. Yeah, I mean if if anyone listening has never seen Citizen Four, I mean you gotta see everyone should see Citizen Four in the US. Like it's insane how much was revealed you've seen citizen four right no i haven't that's the snowden that's the original oh, Snowden okay. documentary with oh, okay. greenwald okay. and uh laura Petraeus. so 
yeah, that's good stuff. Definitely, definitely should watch it. It's on Amazon, I think, or maybe not over there. Yeah, but, I don't, I don't have Amazon, so. Um, that's but, good. I, I don't either, but I have a password. Yeah, I mean, I, I could probably get access to it. I actually know I can get access. You could to ask it. Amy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. Steal it. Use your use your friends if you need to watch stuff. I need to fucking watch The Expanse because I watched the first two seasons of The Expanse when it was on Netflix, and then I think that Netflix dropped it and Amazon picked it up. But I was wondering where it was, and someone told me that I think Amazon has it. And have you seen that show? No. It's fucking no, awesome. It's like a, a a really good sci-fi series. And it's on what? It, I think it's on Amazon now. You should look I'll look it up. The, the Expanse. It's fucking great. Yeah, I'm gonna need more more suggestions because can't really do anything. I mean, I'm working a good amount, but right. And listening to a lot of podcasts, but I'm kind of getting I'm kind of in a podcast overload lately. I've been listening to Chapo, Street Fight, Billies. I've been really trying hard to get into economic update. Um, pretty dry. Which is really, yeah, but it's really informative. And Richard Wolf has a lot of good shit to say. Sorry, I cut you off though. Oh no! It's, oh no! It's fine. It's fine. It's like good thing. Like, uh, you know, we were we've been talking a lot about um, different movies and like that from our childhood, and we rewatched Bugs Life separately which is uh i don't know if you want to take this away because you were the one who wanted to to watch it and talk about it right well just hearing about bugs like i just remember growing up and it being like kind of a cute story i didn't really put together like subtle undertones of community and uh like you know fighting back but hopper kevin spacey character in that movie like an evil capitalist or like a good depiction of like an evil capitalist that comes by and straight up just steals the ants labor every year and they finally decide to fight back and like get these fighter bugs and then i mean what mostly stood out to me when i rewatched it was when hopper was talking and he's like those little ants you know outnumber us a hundred to one if they ever figure that out we're fucked and you know like this is the way of life for them like pretty much that they're, they're slaves for them and that's just the way of life and they can't figure out their actual power and then the bugs actually end up or the ants actually end up realizing their power at the end and it's it's beautiful and they lose probably the best like communist movie for a child there is. I don't know if there's another one as good. Yeah, no. Get them while they're young. Yeah, you know, that was my favorite Pixar movie when I was... I mean, I wasn't that young, but I was like 10, I think. In 1998. Right. Uh, right after Toy Story. Um, that was the second Pixar movie. Not that. Just, just a little useless factoid there. Yeah, I have a lot of friends that have kids now, and so it's like uh, kind of something that they could use uh, with their. Right, kids. I'm gonna have I'm gonna watch it with them on a lease someday because they watch a lot of the same 
movies over and over again and they could use a i mean i i think it would watch newer stuff if you just like hey we're gonna watch this like this is good like they're open to it but if it's up to kids i mean i remember wanting to watch but Wayne. amy just gives it to them and they just put the same shit on i mean we would watch fucking wayne's world like every fucking night <laughs> like yeah I remember, I remember doing that when i was like in like first grade and i was just like Fuck. right not to mention simpsons obviously or the, or the like, like dumb and dumber times a day like Ace Ventura. Yeah, all the Jim Carrey movies. Adam like, Sandler uh, movies. Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, that's great, man. Disney Plus has all of The Simpsons on there, so I've been rewatching some of that. That's just fucking great. Yeah. And there is definitely a lot of... I love the, like, Ace of Vegetarian episode. Yeah. I think that was probably the first time that I actually ever thought about vegetarianism. Yeah. <laughs> so from The Simpsons. Like, that was the first time I probably even gave it a thought so that was cool to watch yeah i mean, i guess a lot of my like any activism that i've been kind of aware of has been like started with like animal rights stuff and that was started with uh going to like shows when i was younger like going to hardcore and punk shows i guess that's where my history lies obviously with like with like music and stuff and still still playing but i remember going to shows and being handed like uh you know like a go vegetarian packet like uh not packets of fucking pamphlets and at the time like when i was like 13 14 and 15 i was you know playing football and i was uh the kind of person that would only eat meat and potatoes and hated vegetables but I would I remember coming home and my after school snack sometimes was was a steak. <laughs> like I would come home and like make steak and I would Yeah, just, you'd eat a shit ton of meat. I ate so much fucking meat until I was like, you know, eight eighteen or nineteen when I actually became vegetarian for the first time. But like it, it took like kinda like four years of my friends going vegetarian and and vegan and uh just talking about it more and more and seeing it more and more like in media um till it actually sets in so like i think that's that's good news for like the future because i think like with certain things like the coronavirus certain things like the kind of uh climate crisis things that are happening like the seeds have been planted and people are going to become more and more radical over time. Right. And hopefully we can work to dismantle this system that seems to just never, you know, seems that we can never beat it. That it's... Right. And that, I mean, it's so brutal and terrible. And like in regards to like animal rights, like factory farming... And, I mean, we still don't know exactly where this virus came from. Um, but the idea that factory farming is, it's just a cesspool, like, waiting for diseases and just not to mention the environmental impact, which is, I mean, is there, I don't think there's a more environmentally deadly um, industry than animal agriculture, right? Number one industry cause of uh, greenhouse gas emissions. 
Yeah, I think so. I um, mean, it's like that, and, and just like land resources. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but no, but the fact that how much land it takes up and all the water it takes up too. Right. And I'm, I'm not. I'm just talking. I'm not talking about ending meat. I'm talking about factory farming. Right. Industrial agriculture. That's right. Yeah, like that has to be the involved in the in the fight. Like, I think that. A lot of people, even on like the left, get like discouraged by you know kind of the radical like liberal vegans that you know PETA or like Mercy for Animals that like do all that stupid shit with like milk. Um, like the, the protesters that in, interrupted Bernie uh, a month ago and said like, "Oh, let dairy die," you know, I think that discourages some people on the left from actually embracing but it's a worthwhile it's a worthwhile movement just because there's some idiots and like quacks i i just don't understand why so many people use that as a reason to not support you know like animal rights just because he does stupid you know Right, that's like the whole like uh, I don't support Bernie Sanders because one of uh, Bernie Sanders' bro, uh, Bernie bro was mean to me on the online, so now I don't right. think people should be able to afford insulin. It's such it's stupid and it's it's really common on like the left and like even like socialist communist left and it's like oh people post something about oh like you know vegans think their food is totally cruel free but here's like labor workers like picking produce and it's like you first of all like as a meat eater you're contributing to that more than vegans and vegetarians because what do animals eat they eat like they eat more grain like they eat more of that than we actually eat so I don't know. It's, right. I mean, it's like a frustrating. It's no, just frustrating because right. it's bad faith. It's a hundred percent bad faith, and I don't know. We could agree that PETA and like all these radical liberals that want to erase like indigenous people are terrible and they have no place. But at the same time, you can't just use that as a reason to like abuse animals. It doesn't have to be a black or gray thing, or like a black or white thing. Exactly. We can. It's like nothing in politics. We should demand vegan food be ethical we should demand that 100 percent. i don't believe that we're ever going to go to like a hundred percent vegan diet for everyone and i don't know it's impossible it's necessarily a good idea either but we need to we need to force higher standards for our food i mean you need to go to at least to pre-industrial like we can't have factory farming. That's just like the main, that's gotta be the main focus. And I, we also have to let like Inuit, like indigenous people hunt seal and like not focus on shit like, right. You know what I mean? Like not everyone is going to go big and not everyone has to, like not everyone technically can in parts of the world or because they just can't because of their health. But we can definitely raise the standard a significant amount and it's like there's been it just gets worse and worse unfortunately right because of the pro- profit motive which comes back to capitalism how 
Yeah, I mean, animals have less. I mean, the fact that oat milk cost me $5 for a carton when oat milk is the least environmental destructive and the easiest to make, but cow milk, you have to, like, abuse fucking cows all day to produce costs, like, a $2. It's just totally backwards and sign of a terrible system. The dairy like, industry has massive subsidies, so it's like, all right, well, yeah, let's the put dairy those, industry is... let's put the let's phase out those. I mean, just like, just like with like fossil fuels. Big, we're not talking about the small farmers either, right? Like most of the subsidies go to the factory farms, and they put the small farms out of business, right? Yeah, but like in regards to animal rights, I still think of. I still think of socialists and anti-capitalists as our allies on the animal rights movement much more than individual vegans that are pro-capitalist and groups like PETA or Mercy for Animals that praises people like the Saudi prince for taking ethical stands on veganism. That's just very toxic. We don't need any of that. They're not our actual allies. I still think of socialists as our comrades, even on this issue, much more than them. And I just wish, I just hope that people take a bigger look at that and don't just get discouraged by those radical, like, liberal vegans that really don't have, like, a coherent end goal that makes sense. And I don't think they have an actual plan to get there. So, your leftists, uh, animal rights are important too, and, you know, be open-minded. So, I I mean, like, we can get more into kind of, <laughs> like... Yeah, I got on a tangent there. No, 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 that's fine, that's fine, because it's something I want to talk about, because, I mean, we've been... Are you still vegan? I'm, I'm most... I'm, okay, so I was vegan for, like, three years but i'm mostly vegan but like uh vegetarian now because i'll eat um like pizza if it's there you know like at the at the store they buy us pizza a lot um or like i'll eat these eggs that are really like local yeah 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 you can like see them playing in the garden like take a picture of the qr code so I'm sure it's still, I mean, I, I should probably just go back to being vegan, but, um, well, I was vegan until I moved to Japan and then I was like, this is not, that's like, the thing though. I, I, no, go ahead. No, but I mean, like the thing is I have, I have a handful of vegan friends here. So I'm like, ah, oh, I should go back to being vegan. But since I've been here, I've just gotten comfortable and kind of lazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm still vegetarian. There's a lot more options now, which is fucking great. Because when I came, when I first moved here, I was like, oh man, this is gonna suck. Even just being vegetarian. Um, yeah, I'm just like a. I just get very hangry as well. That was one of the reasons why I was like, I'm like, I have to fucking like bring a bunch of food with me all the time, or else I'm gonna get fucking angry. Or I can, you know just eat fucking the same goddamn rice ball every fucking day, which I did. 
Um, but I don't want to have like three rice balls in a day. Like, right. I mean, I think part of it too, why I went, wasn't that, um, you know, I so easily for a while, like, oh, I'll be vegan forever, you know, no matter what. Um, but I think kind of the same socialist left has a point too, in some ways. And it kind of just is, it's kind of like a hopeless, not like really cynical way of thinking that, you know, what am I actually accomplishing? And it, like under capitalism, if I'm vegan, when they're throwing away, you know, a third of the meat that they produce anyways. Um, I mean, I do think it's still absolutely worthwhile and there has to be another way of getting things done. Um, instead of just convincing people to go, you know, you convince all these people to go vegan and, you know, the dairy industry starts to fail and then they get like a $12 billion bailout. Like, how do you fight with that? How do you take that on? Yeah, no, it has to be. I mean, like all of these, all of these things that we're fighting for, for like a better world have to be fought uh, like a different fronts. It can't just be like, all right, well, we're going to beat the dairy industry by starting um, starting vegan businesses, right? That yeah, exactly. Shit, that shit's not going to yeah. fucking actually work. I mean, it, it does help, gives people options, right? Like, um, yeah, it's still part of it's still part of it, but it's not it's not like a solution to anything, right? It's, but it is part of, like, it serves a purpose. Um, there's got to be something bigger than that. And I don't see how you can really start, like, even start the fight for stuff like animal rights or getting rid of factory farming until you really dismantle capitalism. I don't see how you can do it in a capitalist system. Because yeah. they just don't have any value. Right. It's like, animals are less than fucking as far as like industry is concerned it's, they produce so much but I don't know it's bleak definitely a but, bleak time I was um, I was just thinking about it like how many more people like famous people are gonna die right like famous people like we get all sad when that shit happens um, but I mean, if there's famous people dying, there's regular folks dying all around the world. But one, right. one thing that got me really upset earlier in the week was, uh, Adam Schlossinger died. Schlossinger, Schlossinger, I think. I don't know him that well, like that well, but it was the singer of Fountain of Wayne. Do you know that band? Mm, I mean, I know all of them. I've never. They did Stacy's mom. Oh, okay. So, yeah. but he he also wrote the uh, song for that Tom Hanks movie, That Thing You Do. You know, doing that thing you do with Liv Tyler. Oh, come yeah. on. You got to know that fucking song. But like... Yeah, no, I know the, yeah, I know the song. Yeah. yeah, so he wrote that as well. He, he passed away at 52 from the coronavirus, which is fucked. Shit. Yeah. But I've been listening to a lot of like Fountain of Wayne recently, just be, just because it happened, and they've got some fucking really really good tracks, and it's 
it sucks. Like this is going to continue happening. Did Ed Farmer? Ed Farmer didn't die from Corona though, did he? I don't think so. That sucks yeah. too. Rest in peace, Ed yeah. Farmer. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're White Sox fans, and so Ed Farmer was uh, an announcer. You're still announcing. Yeah, yeah. you're still doing it. Last year, um, I think it's only seventy. Seventy is when he died. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a shame. Um, he was a good announcer. I like Steve Stone and him better than I like Hawk. And I mean, I did like early Hawk. Towards the end, Hawk was kind of annoying, but. I did like I did appreciate Hawk's like passion, and he just like hated New Age like anything, and which is kind of a moron. And he said some pretty magic. racist shit. He's he yeah. Said I remember. Weird. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, I do remember some of that too. I don't remember what he said, but like, didn't he say something not too long ago too? Like, he said he says a lot of things about Asian players and shit like that. Oh, yeah, he just, like, makes, like, stereotypes, like, oh, it's a really nice guy, like, yeah, like, kind of shit like that, he's, like, kind of like Biden in 2008, when he said that about Obama, he's, like, oh, he's a clean, like, you know, articulate guy, not like, you know, the other ones, <laughs> it's, like, pretty <laughs> yeah. much what he said. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, it is very old man racism, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love Jason Benetti, Jason Benetti's fucking great. What do you think? Do you not like him? Who? Jason Benetti. This play-by-play announcer with Steve Stone. For the oh, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's definitely better. Um, Steve Stone and him are a good team. Steve Stone's great. Steve Stone's hilarious. Steve Stone's always been like my favorite out of... Uh... Any of the announcers? Yeah, out of like the four announcers, it was like Hawk and... Forget the other guy, and then Stone and Farmer. Oh, who was that guy? Fucking that guy sucked. I didn't like him. Um, fuck, I forgot his name. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, no baseball this season probably, which fucking sucks. Shit, we'll so be lucky to get. Much. We'll be lucky to get football. Yeah, I don't care though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I know. I do. Don't. I do watch it, but baseball is like my favorite sport um yeah i i agree but i'm liking football more and more to watch each year so um i hope that that at least happens i don't really watch any other sports though just football and baseball same i watch basketball if it's on like i have friends out here who really like basketball and so i'll watch with them sometimes i never really got into hockey even when the hawks were winning all the time just didn't didn't get into it yeah yeah i don't care yeah it doesn't it doesn't matter i i liked going uh, to games i remember yeah going Hawk, to a Hawk games were sick yeah for sure they were awesome especially um, in like the late 2000s when they were fucking terrible or like the mid 2000s when they were terrible i remember going in like 2007 or 2006 or something for like eight bucks yeah, because no, years later is like a hundred, you know. Yeah, you can't get any seat in there for under a hundred bucks. No, well, can't even go in there now. Probably um, yeah, you probably can't even get a hundred dollar seat. Yeah, I mean, but they're not as good as they used to be. I think no, they're they're patient. Aging, pain or aging. Um, 
the Nets pretty much they invested so much into them. I don't think they had a lot of money after. I mean, contracts. they won three Stanley Cups. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. I mean, what else do you want? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I but... just want the White Sox to fucking win again, man. <laughs> I just want them to have a winning season. It sucks. Did you see? So, like, uh, on Means TV, they have a a sports little channel on there, and it said, "Yeah, it, it." I showed you that thing where it said, "Like, sports can still be fun and for for leftist and White Sox fans." And I was like, "Fuck you guys," because they're all from Detroit, right? Yeah, uh, Nick Hayes is. Um, the Sams are from DC. Mm. Um. Yeah, I think, but like Hayes and I forget who else started it, but I think they're from Detroit and whatever. Well, did you watch that uh, interview that they had Means Morning News with, the other day with, with Rashida? R- Rashida? Yeah. No, I did not, but I, yeah, I wanted to mention that actually because Rashida Tlaib's being primaried and she's arguably the best person in congress it needs to be defended at all costs when is that primary do you know no idea but uh someone entered the race like a few weeks ago but yeah they talk about her her uh plan right for this yeah for the stimulus plan which is better than any other stimulus plan or well maybe not and it would make us look better it would make us look better than you know, um, other countries for once. Like Canada has a two thousand dollars a month for four months, but hers is two thousand up front and then a thousand a month for a year. And it would be everyone. It wouldn't be some bullshit means tested thing. You know, right? You don't need to do that. Like the fact that people think like, oh, rich people will be getting the money too. Yeah, but you don't have to. Like right now, you need to get the money out there. And then you can go back and tax them later. You can get that money back. You're not, they, they will pay a higher tax. Like you go after them in that way. You give everyone the money first. Otherwise you're hurting people that need it most by fucking putting, you know, all this bureaucratic red tape. Yeah. Um, it's the, sa- it's it's the same not- thing with Pete Buttigieg going and saying like, oh, we don't want to pay for the college of millionaires. It's like, all right, well, they're not fucking tax them. Tax them, and they aren't going to go anyways. They're not going to go to the public college. They're not going to utilize. Yeah, they're going to go to Duke and all fucking all that shit. And even if they do, then you tax them. Who gives a fuck? Like, it's just like a bullshit argument. Yeah. It's a bullshit spin. They're trying to spin it it to make bullshit, too. Because, I mean, even if you do, I mean, you don't know everyone's situation. There could be rich kids that have parents that aren't going to pay for anything and they're only going to go to, you know, a school that they can afford themselves. Like, you never know. And it's just such a bad faith argument because it's like you don't even support a wealth tax. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, and of course, you don't mention that when, you know, oh, he wants to give, you know, Trump's kids, Trump's kids the, uh, a free college tuition it's like yeah that's what it's about it's universal but he'd also be paying a 70 percent marginal tax rate is that fucking good enough for you yeah way more than that's way more that's way more than their college tuition would cost if yeah yeah much more so 
yeah it that it that shit's just fucking frustrating but like um yeah but rashida talib on uh means morning news was fucking great even though she was wearing a fucking Detroit Tigers hat. Yeah, I saw that. that shit. That's cool, though, that she likes baseball. Yeah. No, it's cool. Sports are tight. Um, especially sh- baseball. Especially, especially baseball. with left. I mean, it's got a nice leftist tradition, too. Uh, especially with the White Sox. Well, no, I'm not not a leftist tradition with the White Sox. Just the White Sox are fucking cool. Well, I'm, yeah, like Latin America, Cuba, you know. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just want to end it on a good note. Um, need more movie recommendations, but I need to watch Office Space again because I'm getting kind of sick of bootlickers running around and defending companies or people like Ben Shapiro saying, like, oh, you should just fire all those strikers out on the, on the spot. And I think Office Space is, like, the perfect movie to, like, fight against that attitude like why would you give a shit about your job they don't give a shit about you you're not actually better than other people if you're higher up in management get over yourself i mean it's good to have passion about like i'm not saying if you but don't like worship and don't buy into like meritocracy don't worship you know the I mean? market like, gods. Yeah, like, I I feel like Office Space kind of uh, played a role in, like, the way I thought about work. You know, like, how most of it is bullshit, and a lot of the people on top are just walking around with clipboards, not really doing anything. It's like, hey, what's happening, you know? Uh <laughs> Setting and, up memos. And, and you just see, like, the misery in all of, like, the employees. Because they know that none of what they're doing, like, actually matters. And, you know, a lot of them in that movie aren't buying into the idea. Like, they're not glorifying moving up or anything like that. They, they just see it all as bullshit. And then he ends up, you know, leaving, doing manual labor like more actual work but i don't know i re i rewatched it a f- like a week ago because we were talking it's not about on it. anything right now no i just it definitely holds it, up i know it holds up found a stream yeah it definitely holds up heather heather hadn't seen it um because it didn't make it across the pond i guess and uh it's kind of a she, cult she, classic here she she really liked it uh, she thought it was good, and then right after we watched Beavis and Butthead do America, <laughs> because awesome, you know, yeah. it's because Office Space is Mike Judge. And yeah, so, yeah. Beavis and Butthead. That's do another America, great movie. It was. It doesn't hold up as much as I think the episodes. You know, the episodes are better. No, but, I mean I disagree with that. I think the movie was better, except for when they brought Beavis and Butthead back, like in 2010. That season was like best, but they only did like one season or right. a few episodes. I'll but, have to I mean, the show. I, I'll have to rewatch the old show because I I don't remember it being as good. I mean, I I remember when was... I was younger, I liked Beavis and Butthead Do America more than the shows, but I but more than the show. But I think it's now if I would rewatch them, 
at the same time, I think the show would be better. When they brought it back, it was great. Um, you know, Mike Judge is great. I went, I watched uh, Silicon Valley on HBO. That was a that was a good one. That he did it's, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know That's that. Mike Judge. Yeah, it's worth watching. I rewatched Daria a few years ago. That show's fucking great. Dar- yeah, Daria's great. Um, yeah. All right, so this is uh, episode three of Anti-Capitalists. So, what was you going to say? Yeah. No, no. No, you're doing good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you like what you hear, um, keep listening. I guess we're going to probably try to get this out on iTunes. Right now it's only on SoundCloud, and SoundCloud wants us to fucking pay for like a subscription but we'll put them up on youtube soon we'll get uh apple itunes up and running and maybe we'll keep it on soundcloud as well but you know we'll probably put this one on soundcloud too uh within the next day or two because i'm just gonna delete the last episode just to get that up there on soundcloud and we'll we'll re-add episode two once we get it on apple yeah, that's good because I think we're running out of space. So, um, yeah, well, keep uh, let us know how things are going for you out with like all Corona and stuff. If you got any comments? Don't feel free to reach out. We're not like that smart and know <laughs> that much. So, well, it's fun. We'll just have friends on if you wanna if you wanna join us. We have a few um, people that might wanna join us to speak and uh that would be really cool so especially now that i know people are really bored so uh yeah anything really talk about whatever argue about whatever all right cool well i'll see you later peace